Well, three weeks ago we spoke about being instruments of God's joy, his orchestra of joy, and how uh, a life of true joy could be seen. And I wonder how in those uh, last three weeks, uh, what that journey has taken you on. We saw in the life of the psalmist that it was through praise, testimony and sacrifice. And that this was also true of Jesus Christ and lastly that it was also to be true of us, those who live in the 21st century. But tonight we're going to look at another aspect of being instruments of God's orchestra of joy. I tried to change the sermon twice. Both times I was told by God to behave myself. So, I just do as I'm told. Or I try to. So, please do turn in your Bibles to page 140. Just to get rid of that. And Leviticus chapter 9. Somehow some people already knew that I was going to do that. And let us witness together a scene of great and exuberant joy. So, chapter 9. And we'll start reading at verse 22. Verse 22 of chapter 9. But before we do that, we'll pray. Father, we thank you for this, your written word. We thank you that it's been uh, used down through the centuries to reveal yourself and to reveal Jesus Christ to people. And may now we And may now we, your people, may it be illuminated to us through your Holy Spirit. In his power we pray. Amen. So verse 22. Then Aaron lifted his hands towards the people and blessed them. And having sacrificed the sin offering, the burnt offering and the fellowship offering, he stepped down. Moses and Aaron then went into the tent of meeting. When they came out, they blessed the people and the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. Fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat portions on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they shouted for joy and fell face down. And the first seven chapters of Leviticus talk about the different offerings or sacrifices that the nation of Israel was to make to God. And then in chapter 8 we see the beginning of the priesthood and the joyful work of Aaron and the priests. Their main role of service was to act as a mediator between a holy God and the people of Israel who were to be his nation particularly in the the role of making those offerings and sacrifices from chapters 1 to 7. And in fact, they were the ultimate multitaskers, as they seemed equally adept as butchers, doctors, teachers, quality assessors and public health inspectors. Probably candlestick makers as well as bakers. And the passage we have in front of us tonight shows the culmination of this uh, priestly ordination. Israel was to be a nation chosen by God to be his people and to be a shining light of God's glory to the world around them. This nation, 
God's treasured and precious people. However, way back in Exodus chapter 19, refused to be a nation of royal priests. Instead, they preferred being represented by Moses and Aaron. So Moses and Aaron have gone into the tent of meeting or the tabernacle to meet with God. This was where Moses and Aaron would meet with the Lord during the travels to the promised land. And the whole nation is waiting for them in expectation. So Moses and Aaron, as we have just read, come out, give a blessing to the people and God's glory appears to the nation. That must have been some blessing that Aaron gave. Whatever his words were in verse 24, they are words that invocated Almighty God's power, presence and peace to be with and upon his people. No wonder the people fell on the ground with their noses in the dirt as an act of joyful worship and praise to God. The burnt offering and fat portions of the altar were consumed in a, in a great fire emanating from the manifestation of the glory of God. So amazing was this sight that a tremendous wave of exuberant joy overcame the people and they fell with their face to the ground. There's probably a mixture of amazement, surprise and fear. That must have been a tremendous sight to behold. Falling face forward was a characteristic method of showing total uh, surrender and submission to a king or a master. And here it's adopted by the Israelites as a symbolic surrender to their God. The infinite, almighty, majestic and glorious God who was living and being worshipped by his people. This God was a holy God and these people were to be his holy people. So there's tremendous joy in the nation of Israel and this is evident in their spontaneous act of submission and their voluntary worship and expressions of thanks to their almighty God. Moses and Aaron had followed God's guidelines obediently and the nation's true joy was in evidence. Not just joy as an emotion, but true joy as evidence through sacrifice, praise and testimony. Now, it would be very nice to stop there, wouldn't it? But the story continues. The Bible is an honest book. We can't cut and paste the bits out that we don't like. And just as the celebrations were concluding, and the priests were taking up their sacred roles, something happens. 